Catch Kick, the 15-minute fantasy football podcast. I'm Paul Stoltz, former professional kicker who spent way too much time in the offensive film room. And I'm Anthony LaFerri, an award-winning sports reporter who doesn't know whether to be happy or upset his Cowboys lost yesterday. I mean, dude, I know you're on this whole tank for Trevor bandwagon, but you do realize that there are like 10 teams that are worse than the Cowboys still. Yeah, but at the moment we'd be picking third and Justin Fields could get us a nice little uh, package as well. I don't know. You may just go back to Ben DiNucci as your starting quarterback, and that should just solve everything for you. It will. It really will. (laughs) We have decided to combine our trade and waiver wire episodes back together once again. That way everybody can just listen in one episode and have everything that they need for the week. So it is going to be our five waiver wire targets followed by our buy low and sell high guys for the week. Real quick, if you haven't already smashed that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, please go ahead and do so. It will notify you every time we come out with a new episode. And secondly, uh, at FCK Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, at 12 o'clock every Sunday, Anthony and I Go on and answer your start-sit questions. We had a nice-sized crowd this week. We were able to get through everybody in just 30 minutes. So go ahead and tune in with us. All right, Ant, it is time to give everybody our top five waiver wire ads of the week. Again, for everybody that doesn't know, Anthony and I do not discuss who are top five waiver wire ads before the show. Anthony, hit him with your five, four, three, and two. Okay, number five, I've got one of your guys from last week, Jalen Rager. Uh, More I'm reading into it. I think he's going to be more integrated into that lineup, healthier. They're coming out of the bye. He'll be healthier. Uh, Number four, Wayne Gallman. He catches the ball. Giants are behind a lot. Number three, I can never say his name right, uh, Corderell Patterson. Uh, Interesting in ESPN, he's eligible at running back and wide receiver. Uh, Montgomery is hurt. If he's out, he could really be in an invaluable situation. Uh, number two, um, Duke Johnson, because David Johnson has a concussion. He ended up with 16 carries as a result of it and four more catches. He had a score. Perfect by week felon. I only have one in one third of those guys that you just mentioned on my list so far. I also noticed that you happen to leave out a certain quarterback that you're in love with, perhaps we'll get to him at number one. I think we will. (laughs) Uh, My number five this week is J.D. McKissick. Uh, McKissick uh, was filling in as a pass catcher role. They like Gibson on the ground, but they like McKissick on third down. And that certain quarterback that you may or may not have as your number one was checking down to him a lot. So if you're in a PPR league, I don't think those five-plus catches this week were a fluke. I think you see that a lot going forward, especially as they're down. Uh, Number four is Curtis Samuel. This is two straight weeks. I know he's a number three receiver on the team, but they are just doing what they always wanted to do with Cam, just get him the ball in space and let him work. He's even lining up at tailback a couple times. Uh, Number three, I have to repeat one from last week, Darnell Mooney. I am huge on this guy. His target share has gone up every single week. He was at 11 targets this week. He will get another 10 once again. Go with, go with Darnell Mooney. And my number two is the same as yours. It's Duke Johnson. Yeah, Paul, I, I like that list there. There are a couple guys I like on that list. In particular, I really like Darnell Mooney. I heavily considered putting him on my waiver list this week. You've really been touting him the last couple of weeks. Uh, 
most recently on 15 and 15, you were really pounding the desk for him and our Instagram live post on Sunday morning. Yeah, look, he's a rookie who has gotten better and better each week. 11 targets this week. That will not slow down. And who you got as your number one? I have a feeling it might be a member of the Washington generic football team. Yes, it is. It is their newest floor field general, rather, Alex Smith. Uh, Kyle Allen, unfortunately, he's no longer a factor. Alex Smith is the guy now. Um, the three turnovers, people are going to say, oh, my God, he turned the ball over three times. But you got to remember there's Russ there. He also came into the game when they're behind. Um, listen, he is a ball control, make the most of an offense quarterback. He's now going to be working with the first team offense. He's not going to be coming into the game with a double digit deficit. He's going to make the most of his receivers, the most of the offense, and he's going to put them in position to win that division. I like him. I, I, I just want to add, I like him as a super flex or a bye week or an injury fill. And I'm not saying he's a top five or six quarterback, but I like him in that 13 to 16 range. That's about where I have him. Yeah, I think that's really fair. I also will chalk up his three turnovers purely to rust. His completion percentage was extremely high, which is parallel to what we've seen from Alex Smith throughout his career. You know, he had a couple bad years in San Francisco. Then he started ascending the last couple of years in San Francisco. And then in Kansas City, he was a guy who can run any offense. He could do it accurately. Uh, his, his touchdown to interception ratio is second to maybe only Aaron Rodgers in the past decade. So, Paul, you, uh, I'm really interested to hear your number one. You mentioned you had about one and a third of my guys. Now, unless it's Curly Howard, I have no clue what you're talking about. So, enlighten me. <laughs> so, my number one waiver wire recommendation of the week I cheated, okay? It's any of three Eagles ball catchers. <laughs> oh, boy. The third, as in the one in a third, is Jalen Rieger. Then it's Dallas Goddard. And then it's Alshon Jeffrey. All three are supposed to come back off of the bye week. So for those of you that have Boston Scott, you can drop him. Miles Sanders is back, too. And the Eagles line is getting healthier. And Wentz has been playing better and better throughout the season. I don't know what that means for Fulgham. I don't know what that means for Greg Ward. And I frankly don't know what it means for these three guys. But this is an offense that is going to really be putting up some points. I don't even know which one I would recommend over the other. But if you can get your hands on one of these Eagles ball catchers, this could be one of those pickups late in the season that is a – set it and forget it, eight catches for 100 yards type guy. You know, Paul, that's a really interesting take, and I like all three of those guys, in all honesty. I, I've been an Alshon Jeffrey fan for, oh, God, years and years. You know that. Um, and and Dallas Goddard, too. I've, I've had him on the list in, in years past. So I'm still a little worried about Wentz, but maybe as the line gets healthy and his options get better, he maybe he won't be as careless with the ball. We'll see. Yeah, the last thing I'll add there is that the last game that Alshon Jeffrey played, he got 16 targets from Wentz, <laughs> and he scored two touchdowns. So 
he is still a deadly, deadly option. All right, Ant, time to move on to our trade target portion of the episode. Typically, we do our buy low or sell high. That only allows us to talk about one or two players. So we're going to do our own fair catch kick version of buy, sell, or hold. So if you say fair, it means hold. If you say catch, it means this is a buy low guy. And if you say kick, it means you want to sell high. So we've got about 10 to 12 guys. I'll hit you with the first one. We've each to put together our own lists. We're going to go rapid fire. I'm going to send one to Ant. He's going to say whether or not it's fair, catch, or kick. And Ant is going to send one back to me. Ready? Let's do it. My first guy for you is Zach Moss. Okay. So with Moss, I'm going to call that a fair or a hold. I feel like if he was truly going to surpass Singletary once and for all, he would have already done it. Yes, he led the attack this week, but no, yet for sure. He's a catch for me. He got nine carries out of the 11 given to running backs this week. Okay, that's that's fair enough. So uh, let me hit you with a guy now, DJ Moore. DJ Moore is still a catch for me. He was on our buy low list three weeks ago. He then had the breakout two touchdown game. And Bridgewater has had a couple tough matchups that haven't allowed Moore to break out again. His schedule is much more favorable moving forward. Yeah, I've got him as, as a catch basically because of the schedule. Basically, most of the things you said, I, I really like him. Allen Robinson, what are your thoughts? Fair catch or kick? I'm going to say that's a catch, a buy, because, uh, again, the schedule's getting a lot easier. I think Foles, he's shown signs of improvement. I really like him. I'm in agreement with you there. All right, Paul. Kenyon Drake. You know, this is hard to say. Uh, He lost the pass catcher role to Chase Edmonds even before he left. I think he's a fair. I I think his market value is actually really low, and I think it's pretty fair value for him right now. I think that's fair enough. I think he's a fair at best. Mm -hmm. All right, Ant. DJ Chark. Your favorite wide receiver. Uh, You know what? I'm going to go with a kick or a sell on this one. He had a really monster game, a rare bad take on our part. But is Jake Luton really going to perform like that each week? Are they going to stick with him and not go back to Gardner Memeshoe? People, it's a sexy name. I'd rather get the value while I could. On Luton's second career pass, he threw a 75-yard touchdown pass to DJ Chark. And then he went back to sitting on the futon. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, look, I didn't see much from him for the rest of the game until that last drive. Uh, DJ Chark, is get anything you can for him right now. He's a kick for me as well. What about uh, Antonio Gibson? You know, what scared me this week was that McKissick got all the receiving downs. I think he's a fair for me right now. I think he's going to get 12 to 15 carries still every week not enough to really turn him into the top 15 RB that we were hoping he's going to be. He's fair for me. Hold. I've got him as a buy because even though he lost that pass catching role, I don't know if they're going to be behind as much as you think with Alex Smith under center. James Robinson. He's been the surprise of the year so far. The Jacksonville Jaguars running back. What are your thoughts? Fair catch or kick? He is Definitely a catch, in my opinion. He's a running back that gets a lot of touches. It's been working so far. It's not broke. Don't fix it. If anything, go get it. 
Yeah, he's a fair for me. He's a hold. Uh, I think he performed way above what any of us expected. And if there was a time to buy low on him, it would have been about five weeks ago when, every, when the jury was still out. But he's been as bad as, as consistent as they come. All right, Paul, your favorite subject, and that is Indianapolis Colts running backs. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, fair, catch, or kick? <sighs> fair. I mean, he, he's now lost enough carry share where I'm concerned. But his values – and he's got the good offensive line, which is the upside. So I'm going to split the difference and say – I don't really know what to do here, and I don't want to take a risk in either direction of selling on him or buying him. Again, I, I have him as a moderate uh, – a fair catch, if you will. How's that? I have him as a moderate buy. Uh, to me, he's just the most talented out of everyone there, and hopefully Frank Reich will wake up and realize that at some point and give him the things, the, the touches. How about a guy that you actually do normally tout and like in all seriousness, Stefan Diggs? I love Stefan Diggs, but I think Stefan, look, if you can buy him for any reason, buy him, but he's going to do this all year. He's now been doing it all year. So in that regard, in terms of where he is versus market value, he's a fair, he's a hold for me. But if you can buy him, if somebody's low on him, I mean, he's somebody I'm sending offers for. I could not have said that any better myself, so I'm just not going to add anything to that. Uh, Robert Woods. Let's do Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Okay. Um, I'm going to say fair on Woods. I'm going to say catch on Cup. You're more of a Robert Woods guy than I am. I just feel Cup is safe. He's a PPR machine. They're going to have to use him. That, that, that's my recommendation in that offense. Yeah, any buy value you can get on Cup right now is purely based on the fact that he had a bye week right after his 11-catch effort. So if the Cup owner in your division is looking at him on the entirety of his pedigree from this year, you might be able to get him as a buy low. So similar answer for me on Diggs. If you can get him as a buy low, it's worth shooting offers for. Uh, otherwise, I think his market value is fair right now. Um, Robert Woods, though, I think you can get as a buy low, so he's a catch for me right now. Fair enough. And then let's wrap things up with another, albeit former Rams receiver, your boy, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, I thought, was super underrated going into the season. Took him a little bit without actual training camp uh, and preseason games to get going. And now I think he is a kick, actually. I love Brandon Cooks, but he's now given us plenty of games, uh, a sample size, and he's been outperforming. But I think he's going to continue to lose uh, target share to Will Fuller, to Randall Cobb, and Kenny Stills. Do I, am I saying sell, sell him at any cost? No, but I'm saying put him into a deal because you're not going to continue to get these seven catch for 100 yard and a touchdown games. Yeah, I'm with you there. If you can throw him into a deal as a kicker to help get your deal done, I like that. I wouldn't cut him. I wouldn't trade him at all costs, but I wouldn't go out and acquire him either. For many people, Brandon Cooks is your third or fourth receiver. He's someone to package with an RB2 to maybe get Nick Chubb this week. Well, we've got a lot of more guys that we'd love to talk with you guys about. So please leave different guys in the comments. We'll let you know if we're considering picking them up, if we would buy low, if we would sell high on them. Hit us in the comments. DM us on Instagram 
at FCK Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at FCK Podcast. And lastly, please smash that like button and hit subscribe, whether you're watching on YouTube or Apple Podcasts. Other than that, thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. And best of luck going into week 10. Thanks, everybody.